All right, I am here with Will Price, Empire Kawasaki Off-Road Racer. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, thanks, mate. And yourself? Look, I'm doing good, buddy. But for me, the road to here hasn't been as hard for you this year as it has been for you, my friend. No, that's it. We've certainly uh, had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows, unfortunately, but that's just part of life, so we just got to keep chipping away. Man, and those lows have been devastating lows, but the highs have been great too. I think we'll start with a high, mate, 2023. How did your year start? Yeah, we started off good. Like Obviously, our first Vic Off-Road round, we're, the, the field is deep at the Vic Off-Roads and we're running right up the pointy end with Riley and Sammy and Tommy, so that was awesome, and then leading into Mendur and had had a good start to the AORC season and that kicked off really well and just kind of kept the momentum rolling from there. So it was great. Look, it, it was a big year as well. As said, also for the uh, Empire Kawasaki team, it was so good to see you out there and running in those colours as well. How did the bike feel? The bike's awesome. It's been been really positive this year, um, moving down into Melbourne and uh, working for On Point. So that's that means uh, the bikes are at the shop and I can do all that behind-the-scenes stuff after work. So we've really been able to get everything dialed in this year and uh, made some really positive steps forward. So the bike is sick. I can't complain. We've had um, we've got a great group of people with Mick Lillis, um, Tyson, Stell, everyone else that's involved in the program um, has, yeah, been stepping in a real positive direction this year so i can't complain look it's also great to see kawasaki in the mix as well a lot of people here in australia who probably don't follow the overseas stuff you know a bit surprised to see the green bike making an appearance here but it's got such a long history in the off-roads and you know it's doing so well over there with linden and things like that what was it like uh stepping onto the bike here in australia kind of knowing that it's a bit of an underdog compared to say the orange and the white ones I was pleasantly surprised after being on a KDM for over five years. Jumping on the Cowie was like a breath of fresh air. It's so fast and racy straight out out the crate. And, yeah, we didn't have to do a huge amount um, to make it an absolute animal in the off, in the, in the bush. So it's a great, great package, I feel, for the off-roads. Look, it, it definitely has proven itself time and time again. What was it like racing it, though, say, at Hatter? Hatter was sick. The the <laughs> KX has such a strong engine with a little bit of help from Mick. He built an absolute rocket for Hatter, but it's so good. It just kept pulling. We were doing over 150Ks on the little 250. No so way. I, I loved it, mate. It was unreal. Look, it is. It's a, it was really cool. And, I mean, you guys with Empire really set up a massive deal when you go to these events. It's always looking a million bucks. You have your little headsets and all your gear looks amazing. So, it really does show that you guys are putting in a, a lot of effort for these events and your results are there too. Like it, it has been a bit of a, a, a harder start for you guys, especially, you know, with like Matt Ryan and things like that. But if for you to come through and push, especially at the four day as well, it's really been a great year for Empire. It's been really cool, especially to see the journey over the last two years from like starting at nothing and building up to where we are now. Stell and I were only recently looking back on a few of the things we've achieved together and and it's been awesome to have the support from Kawasaki and Tyson and everyone else surrounding and the guys that come and help us at Hatter like Tyler and Nico and, and everyone that's sick to like get it all up and running and uh, actually front up with a real professional outfit. Does it does that put more pressure on you though as a rider? Not, not really. I feel like as a rider you put the most pressure on yourself 
but there, there's always that underlying pressure from them to still perform, especially when there's the potential of other riders coming in and stealing your spot. So it's a challenging one. And absolutely, and you are you ride in a really stacked class as well. That's the other problem. Yeah, the e the e one class this year has been so cool. We've got like some really talented young riders here in Australia with Coop, Corey, Kyron. Um, Brock's been flying as well and, and myself so there's five guys there that have just been absolutely flying around and I think we've been putting like three or four of the E1 bikes in the top 10 at all the uh, national events which is sick look it is and yeah but you're right I mean even if we were just take the, the names that you just said even Corey McMahon and yourself like it is amazing that you guys are able to get those little bikes and keep them up with the big boys it really does show the skill level and uh, and the bike that you're riding can actually keep up yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty impressive, especially when some of our tracks are a lot like faster, that the 250 can still be competitive. So it's great to see. Does that mean you'll be on that bike next year? Yeah, unfortunately, after having a little bit of a Lara Bingle at the end of the year, <laughs> I've kind of lost a little bit of time developing and potentially stepping up to a bigger bike. So we'll just uh, stick to what we know. We've got a good base and have another crack again in 2024. Well, let's talk about it, mate. What happened to the Lara Bingle? Yeah, look, uh, I roped Stelios into uh, coming out just doing a local Pony Express with me out near Ballarat, and uh, he was the poor fellow. He was fresh off of a flight from uh, Europe. Uh, I drove him, drove him out there because he was sleeping the whole way, and uh, I I don't really remember what happened to be honest. We yeah, fir- first lap, me and uh, Jake Deegan were having a sick battle off the start. It was so fun, and we caught the row in front of us and just started passing and the track was like real dusty and full of granite boulders. It was pretty sketchy. And um, yeah, I just remember waking up and Jake's yelling at me, don't, don't move, don't move. And yeah, I couldn't work out really what was going on. So must have the story goes that I've just clipped a bit of a hole and done an endo down the hill into a rock and pretty much turned myself into a scorpion. So most of, most of the people have seen the photos and, yeah, it was pretty pretty gruesome. Mate, it looked horrible. What injuries did you actually sustain? So it's pretty gnarly. I'm very very lucky to be walking. It's, it was uh, a bit scary when they come back with the results. So I ended up uh, fracturing. Uh, sorry, yeah, fracturing my L2 to L4, my T6, and I dislocated and broke my C6 and 7 in the neck. So they that required uh, my neck to get fused. Um, so yeah, a few hours of so- surgery and uh, put me back together. So my head's literally screwed on now. Mate, it's such an epic crash when you explain it, and especially because you don't remember anything as well. Does it kind of play on your mind a little bit? I think it's a healthy thing that I don't remember because I, I'm not scared. Wow. So that's, that's awesome. But there's, there's certainly like a little bit, there lying in the back of your mind like oh shit like this is that could have been like career ending kind of stuff so just got to try and push through and look at the positives and just keep moving forward i guess the other problem is that you don't actually know what you did wrong to end up in that situation too so it's not like something you can rectify yeah that's the frustrating part and it because it was just a a club event too i don't yeah, I've got no idea. It's not like we were racing for sheep stations, so I wouldn't have been going balls to the wall. But yeah, just the <laughs> the sentence doesn't finish. I don't don't know what happened. It's funny. 
when you say it like that too because it seems to be these like local events is when you know you pros kind of have your injuries because you kind of relax a little bit more you don't kind of you're not eyes not on the ball like it is say when you are racing Hatter or, or, or a national event you kind of relax a little bit then you have these massive massive come offs for sure and it's caught a few of us out like yeah and I, I definitely I would fall into that category of yeah just just dropping the ball a little bit and going out having fun and you you drop the focus and unfortunately this time it uh caught me out and i mean the main question mate the main concern for all of us is how did the bike go the bike uh it certainly looked like it went cartwheel and i snapped the rear guard off it the levers were all smacked down i don't know if i bent the bars i didn't actually see a picture of the bike uh, for for five weeks after my surgery, so that was all right. And then I filled up the exhaust full of dirt, but so <laughs> 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 it certainly went end for end a few times. But uh, yeah, I never actually got to see it in person. Wow! And so, what was it like healing? I mean, you've, you've had this accident, you've gone down the X rays, what and the surgeries? What's the healing been like now? It's been a wild journey. So I couldn't believe how fast I progressed at the start. I had had the surgery on the Tuesday and they tried to get me up walking Wednesday morning and oh, I couldn't even stand up. Like after lying flat on your back looking at the ceiling for over three days and then trying to sit up, I felt like I'd been out clubbing all night. My head was spinning that much. Um, but there, yeah, then Thursday, I was really determined, got up on my feet, managed to go around the, the ward on the crutches and then got discharged Friday and end up flying back home to Adelaide to stay with my folks for six weeks. Wow. So nice. that, that was awesome. And then just kept progressing. I was going to the physio once a week, just doing little, little, uh, exercises just to keep keep my nerves firing and that kind of thing. And then as soon as I could get in the pool, I was water walking and straight in the gym on the cycle bike. So just chipping away at it, which is, it's been challenging. The hardest part was just sitting around trying to find stuff to occupy your time. But to certainly um, took the time to rest and try and recover to the best of our ability. No, that's what you got to do. Was there any risk of during the recovery you could do yourself more injury though? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I was in a neck brace for six weeks, had to have that on 24-7. So that was a, a pain to try and sleep with, but you kind of got used to it after a while. So I wasn't allowed to move my neck at all, and my lower back was all fractured. So still at the moment, I'm not allowed to lift anything heavy. The limit is five kilos, but I've been pushing that a little bit now with along the process a little bit more but yeah it's it's certainly been very restricted yeah right i mean that that would be really frustrating too especially because it was the end of the season as well and there's so much more to look forward to to have to sit on the sidelines heal and watch it and just devastating that was the heartbreaking part especially to be in championship contention in in uh the aorc in the e1 class and i was right up there for Vic off road as well, so to miss out on the final rounds of both series and not be able to um, challenge for the wins was disappointing. But mm. at the end of the day, just very grateful to still be here walking around on two feet. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you got to do and and look forward to the season. Obviously, because you you know you don't remember it and all those kind of things, it hasn't kind of altered the way you see bikes at all. 
nah, no way. Yeah. And we all, everyone knows that rides a bike. There's the sickest feeling out there. So I can't wait to have that again and be out there ripping with all my mates. Yeah. So what is the process though to get back on the bike from here? So I had uh, scans again on Wednesday at uh, that's 11 weeks now. So hopefully it's starting to heal up. And we can do another month or so of solid rehab once I get the all clear to start lifting weights again and and getting back in the gym full swing. And then hopefully early in the new year we can throw a leg over a bike and start preseason. Because I mean that's what we that's what we want to know, man. Like twenty twenty four, what does it have in you know from this point of view? What does it have in store for you? So we're currently in negotiations with uh, Kawasaki at the moment. So hopefully it looks like we're going to be on the green machine again next year, which is exciting. Mm. And then you just go full bore again. So hopefully we'll be racing the GNCC, the Victorian Off-Road Championship, AORC, Hatter, um, anything else that I can find in amongst it. Maybe no more local events, mate. Let's just keep you away from them for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. So could, we, could we, we see you at Fink? To... Nah, Fink's wild, eh? <laughs> that, that... <laughs> that kind of stuff scares me. I like going fast, but not that fast. Mate. I mean, I'd, ra- I'd rather hug a tree than a cartwheel. Mate, you did cartwheel, though. You hugged a tree and you cartwheeled, so really. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't win. No, but I suppose uh, you're right. The speed is scary, but um, yeah, it's it's going to be hard, hard to yeah, uh, get yeah. you to come over. I really do hope you go to the Fink, but I suppose it's your season's so much packed anyway. And hopefully, we also get you guys over to the ISDE next year as well. That's it. That would be awesome, especially after this year. It was so disappointing that there's so much young talent that deserved an opportunity to showcase what they've got to the world and not be able to to do it so hopefully the nation and the sport can get behind everyone for next year and um send a ripping team and squad over there well that's it i mean yeah yeah we're not gonna get into it but yeah it's disappointing you're right and i mean we could even just look at what you what australia turned out for the four day i mean it was such a massive event and uh to see all that talent not be able to be used especially you're like yourself is a bit upsetting and then to not know you're not going on to the big bite next year i guess does that make you hungry to prove yourself yeah for sure for sure, and and coming back from injury makes me like, yeah, the fire's so lit real big. I want to like redeem myself, so just keep chipping away and uh, strive strive for the top. Well, man, uh, I appreciate you. It's been a cool year to watch you go and grow and, and obviously get better and faster, and then at the end of the year did suck, mate. It was cool to see you at GNCC as well. Like, it looked like such an amazing event for you riders and it really did showcase what Australia has to offer when that gets turned on. So it'll be exciting to see what you guys do next year for that. 100%. We certainly we certainly had some uh, great moments this year, especially winning the final moto at the four-day. That's, mm. probably, that's probably a standout. And Hatter was awesome too, putting the 250 in the top 20. So just keep uh, working towards those results and uh, do the right things and it'll it'll come. Man, that's it. So I guess we should – is there a list of people you want to thank as well? Oh, the list is massive. But <laughs> obvious, obviously, Stel at On Point, he's, he's my main man. He's absolutely awesome. We spend countless hours after work in the workshop building bikes, doing suspension, doing all sorts. He takes me to the races. He's, he's the main man. My family – 
they're they're the best. Mum and dad support me. They've supported me for so long. They're the reason I've I've made it this far. So I can't say a big enough thanks to them and uh, Tyson and the whole Empire crew, the Cowie crew, Mick, um, everyone involved there, um, Nick at work, Tyler, everyone that helps out with the race team, the whole, the, all the team members. It's just sick. So, and then yeah, all my other sponsors and everyone else that's involved in racing are very, very grateful to do what I do. Look, man, it's it's awesome to watch you grow. It's going to be exciting to see what you do next year and uh, push everyone else around you because that's what you that your whole class is doing, just pushing it faster and faster. So, congratulations, man. Uh, heal up, buddy. Hope that uh, it's it's going to be a slow slow heal, but I uh, excited as I said to see what you're going to do next year, my friend. That's all right. We'll be back. Hell's yeah, green machine the whole way. And if you know Kawasaki doesn't pick you up, just take a couple of DR400s, mate, and off you go. <laughs> you won't be able to kill them. <laughs> no, that will, that will definitely <laughs> kill you, mate. <laughs> they won't be. They won't be fast, but they won't die. It'll be unreal. Yeah, yeah. Right. do a whole cross country on one tank of fuel, mate. You can do the whole whole season on one fuel tank. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, awesome. Cheers, mate. Perfect. Thanks for that. We'll speak to you.